of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Hello and welcome to episode 61. I am Mosh. And real quickly, I just want to bring something up. So you might have noticed that I haven't been releasing many videos between the podcast these last few weeks. Because usually I'll upload the po- Well, I always upload it on Tuesday. I upload the podcast on Tuesday and then on like a Friday or Saturday I'll upload another video. And these past couple weeks I haven't really been doing that. And that is because I've been trying to focus a little bit more on myself. Trying to be a bit more healthy, if you will. Trying to better myself. But it's all good. Like, it's nothing bad. Sometimes we just forget to take care of ourselves. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. Which is why I haven't been dedicating as much time to YouTube. So those videos will return. I have a few. I have a stream highlights video in the works right now. I just need a few more clips and then that'll be done. I had a pretty good match on Halo 1 on PC. Because 343 set out some test invites for that. And I got in it. So I had a good match. The only problem is when I recorded it, I was listening to music. And that got recorded as well. Like the game audio and the music are all in one file, which is a problem because YouTube hates copyrighted music. So basically, if I upload that, I need to mute it, but I can't just have nothing. So I need to talk over it, and I don't know what to talk about. So I need to figure that out. So that's that. I just wanted to explain the lack of videos recently. But let's get right into gaming. We have the PlayStation Plus free games for March of 2020. With March's pair of PS Plus games, you'll embark on a dangerous quest to cleanse a land of its giant-sized inhabitants and help not one but two versions of a platforming legend save the world. Tales speak of an ancient realm where colossi roam the majestic landscape. Bound to the land, these creatures hold a key to a mystical power of revival, a power you must obtain to bring a loved one back to life. Shadow of the Colossus is a breathtaking journey through ancient lands to seek out gigantic beasts. Armed with only a sword and a bow, explore the spacious lands and unearth each Colossus, presenting a unique challenge to test your wits, determination, and skill. In Sonic Forces, the evil Dr. Eggman has conquered much of the world with help from a powerful and mysterious new villain named Infinite. Now. You must assist Sonic and build an army to reclaim the world as they fight against chaos and destruction. Defeat enemies with blazing speed as modern Sonic. Catapult past perilous platforms as classic Sonic. And create your very own custom hero character equipped with a variety of powerful gadgets. Both titles will be available to download on Tuesday, March 3rd until Monday, April 6th. Shadow of the Classes and Sonic Forces. I will be downloading one of those games and not the other. The other being Sonic. I don't like Sonic. It, it, it has to do with the fans. Alright. Sonic fans. Whew. I mean, fans ruin a lot of things for me. I know it's not fair for if it's a game or a show, music, whatever it is. Because you can't choose your fans. But man, are some fans of some music artists and games and movies shows just the worst <laughs> never touching a sonic game ever because of the fans coked out or something never listening to k-pop because of the fans but well, I, I also just don't even like it so i'm not gonna listen to it anyway but the fans god they're whatever the next level above a stalker is that's what they are i don't know how you could be so obsessed 
with a group of boys. I know they're fangirls, but it's a boy band. It's just an international boy band. And you know most of these girls are just doing it to fit in. They just want to feel loved. They just want to be one of the girls. Because all these K-pop fans, they speak perfect English. You see them ever talking in Korean? No. Hmm. But they're just stalkers. It's actually sad. Like, it's not good. It's you know every little thing, and they think they're all, they're cute. All those Korean K-pop boys are cute. They all look the same. And then they're just dumb. They take over Twitter. Like, they'll just flood replies with K-pop videos and stuff. I saw one of these K-pop fans. They said something racist. And then they posted one of their K-pop videos. on. They attached it to that same post. But they don't realize when you say something racist and then associate a group with it, you make that group look bad. Don't be stupid. A few weeks ago at the NME Awards, there's a category for best band in the world. BTS was in it. Slipknot was in it. And guess who won? Slipknot did. What's up, K-pop fans? Have you met your match? Can you not take down the metalheads? Why didn't BTS win? Huh. Think about it. I mean, the real, true best band in the world won. They didn't get that wrong. But why didn't the boy band win? Then you got fans of TV shows like Rick and Morty. Never gonna watch it. Because the fans. I mean, you don't have to ruin things for other people, but they do. So... Nice. And I'll just never get over the fact that one day when the Sonic trailer came out that Sonic fans were just so much more involved with that than the school shooting that happened where the guy sacrificed his life to save other people. But my furry blue little boy is so important. So dumb. Alright, moving on. Before I get out of control, Capcom basically said there's going to be a Resident Evil 3 demo. At the time of this recording, it has not come out yet. So, I don't know when that is. They said soon. So, soon. You'll be able to play Resident Evil 3. I'll probably record that. Maybe upload it. I did that with Resident Evil 2 last year. So, And then after that announcement, Square Enix was like, Hey, would you like to play the Final Fantasy 7 Remake demo? Well, here it is. And they released it. It's out right now. If you want to play Final Fantasy 7 Remake, you can. Well, the demo. On PS4. Because it's not available on other platforms. Yet. Eventually. Just not right now. I have not played it yet, so I'll have to give my thoughts on it next week. Because again, like... The focusing on myself thing takes time away from other things. So... I will get to it. I will record it. And if the quality is good enough, I'll upload it to YouTube. If not, then I won't. But this is actually a good test. If the quality can hold up and the video looks decent enough. Because I obviously want to do a playthrough of it. But, you know, the the quality kind of determines that. I don't want to upload a video that looks bad. And this Tuesday will be the 3rd. Which is when Final Fantasy 7 was supposed to come out. And then it got delayed until April 10th. So, actually, when, that's a Tuesday. When is April 10th? Is that a Tuesday or a Friday? It is a Friday. Okay, cool. I don't like when games come out on Tuesdays. So it comes out on a Friday. Nice. So yeah, if the video is good enough, I'll upload it then. And then you'll probably get my thoughts. Or you'll get my live reaction thoughts of it. And then if not, I'll give my thoughts on next week's podcast. I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously, this is a game I grew up with. I still don't feel like it's real. (laughs) Even when I play it, it's still not going to feel like it's real. 
I'm trying not to read too much into what people are saying. I've seen more positive things than negative, so that's good. I wouldn't really listen to the negative people anyway because I know how to form my own opinion. I have developed that far into life that I'm capable of doing such thing. But yeah, it's going to be weird. <laughs> it's going to be really weird. But I'm excited. So Final Fantasy VII demo out right now on PS4. Resident Evil 3 demo soon-ish. And that should be on everything. Or everything the game is coming out on. PlayStation, Xbox, PC. So last week I was talking about Dreams, the game, where you can make a game in the game. And other people can play your game inside the game. And I was basically just saying how cool it would be if people created something interesting enough that a studio hired them. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> a Dreams user was hired by a European game developer. It actually happened, which is really, really cool. Apparently the level they made is called Blade Gunner. I'm sure there's YouTube videos of it, so just check that out. And the person that made it got offered a job from a real studio, so... That's cool that this game, ah, there's just so many possibilities with dreams. Like there really is. And what a fitting title. Like this could make someone's dreams come true. I always thought that with Destiny. I was like, the game's called Destiny. What if this is the best shooter ever? Like it was destined to be great. Whatever. Dreams is a good name. So good luck to that person that got offered the job. I don't know if they took it or what has happened, but it's still cool nonetheless. Moving on, you can play the free trial of Hunting Grounds. The first word is P-R-E-D-A-T-O-R. I'm not verbally saying it because apparently YouTube has an issue with that word. Whether you type it out or verbally say it. So I'm trying to avoid that. I don't know how that's going to affect the game and people that upload YouTube videos of it. So that's got to get figured out. But for the time being, I'm just not going to say it. You know the word. Alien versus, mm, your uncle is a, mm, you got it, okay. There's going to be a free trial on the weekend of March 27th through the 29th. You do need PlayStation Plus to play it. And the CEO of Ilphonic, the developer, said this. I'm so excited to announce we will be running a trial weekend for Hunting Grounds. Starting on March 27th and running through March 29th. The trial will be open to PS4 players with a PlayStation Plus membership and PC players as well via cross-play support. Just hop to the PlayStation Store, download the trial, and start hunting. We spent the last part of 2019 taking a demo around to various gaming events around the world and allowing members of the public to try it for themselves. Seeing the fun that everyone has had as both the... Hmm? And the fire team has been incredibly rewarding for the dev team. We received valuable feedback through that process and we believe everyone will be excited to see where the game is. We are looking forward to having you test the game out as we are getting closer and closer to launch. The trial will allow you to play solo as the uncle or to team up online with three others as part of a fire team. Back in December we detailed how savage and powerful the person thingy was. Out of the trial, here's what you should know about playing on a fire team in Hunting Grounds. The odds are against you. Who doesn't love a challenge? We love that when you play as a fire team, it really captures that feeling of power. Being the best of the best. You have access to a state-of-the-art arsenal and gear that lets you feel like you can take down an army, and you will. Fire team players have a mission to accomplish and must face lots of AI opponents, plus 
another player hunting them as the huh, get a real sense of fear. The original movie was so scary and so was playing the game. You land in the map with a mission at hand and battle AI opponents to accomplish key objectives. And then, all of a sudden, you hear that ominous clicking noise. A threat that could be coming from anywhere. On top of this suspense, when the attacks, it's terrifying. The uh-oh is relentless. It can pounce on you from above, shoot deadly plasma from the shadows, or rip you apart up close. The thrill of being hunted made the original movie so fun to watch. It what makes playing on the fire team so fun. Just like in the films, you need to regroup with your team. Reevaluate your situation and decide how you are going to get out alive. The game gives you all the tools you need, but the tactics and strategy is all on you. Do you escape the mm-hmm or turn the tables and hunt it down? Do you band together and use your collective firepower to fend it off? Do you divide and conquer? Do you use the environment and AI opponents to your advantage? There are so many options and the choice is yours. Figuring out how to survive is at the core of why being on the fire team is so like I said, the free trial takes place between the 27th and 29th, and I didn't know that there was AI involved in this. I thought it was just a 4 versus 1 mode, but having AI is going to make things, I mean, not super interesting, but it changes a little bit of what I was expecting. I still don't know really what to expect. I don't know if this is more like Evolve, more like Dead by Daylight, its own thing. I'll definitely be checking this out, and hopefully it's good. Because games like this have a lot of potential, but there are so many ways that they could ruin it as well. So, we'll see which path they take. And if there are issues, well, hopefully they address them and fix them. Or explain why they made the decisions that they made. Which would be nice if a lot of developers did that. There are a lot of things in games that just don't make sense, and then developers just don't say anything. It's like, why did you do this? And then they just keep quiet. Like, explain yourselves. Why did you think this was a good idea? Who on your team thought this was a good idea? Alright, moving on. Last week we heard about companies backing out of GDC, PlayStation, Kojima, I believe EA. Well, that started the domino effect and a bunch of companies pulled out. So GDC was like, hey, let's cancel. <laughs> I guess they're not canceling it, they're postponing it. This year's annual Game Developers Conference has been postponed amid growing concern about the international coronavirus outbreaks. The event, which has run since 1988, was expected to take place from March 16th through the 20th in San Francisco. After close consultation with our partners in the game development industry and community around the world, we've made the difficult decision to postpone the Game Developers Conference this March. Having spent the past year preparing for the show with our advisory board's speakers. <laughs> I have no idea why I'm <laughs> I have no idea why I'm laughing right now. <laughs> this makes no sense. Why? All I said was advisory boards and speakers. For some reason in my brain, that just like set something off. Uh, exhibitors and event partners were genuinely upset and disappointed not to be able to host you at this time. The GDC organizers say they fully intend to host a GDC event later in the summer and that 
We will be working with our partners to finalize the details and we'll share more information about our plans in the coming weeks. It says that they do plan to refund all the attendees the cost of their tickets, but it's unclear right now if people's current tickets will carry over to the new event in the summer. They'll probably just give refunds and then they'll start selling tickets again. You'll just have to buy them again. That'd probably be the easiest thing. E3 made a response and they said everything is still good to go on that front because GDC takes place obviously in March and E3 takes place in June. So there's a few months in between both those events. So right now E3 is unaffected, but we'll have to wait and see how uh, crazy this gets. Like, can animals get the coronavirus? That wouldn't be good. They said people with asthma have a higher risk and stuff, which, <laughs> that's just great. I mean, it has to do with immune system, respiratory. I mean, we're at a high risk for everything, so what's the difference, really? What about products from China? Because a lot of stuff here in America is made in China. What if it's it gets made over there, someone coughs on it, and they ship it over here? Hmm? Conspiracy. It was created by the Chinese government. We'll be fine, though. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to cancel everything? You're going to cancel school? You're going to cancel people's jobs? You're going to cancel sporting events? You're going to cancel concerts? You're going to cancel restaurants? What are you going to do? Life goes on. You live, you die. Some sooner than others. Just wash your hands. The biggest takeaway from all this is just wash your hands. I think that is all I have for gaming at the moment. So let's just move on over to music. It is official. Officially, officially, official. Ocean Grove's new album, Flip Phone Fantasy, March 13th, release date confirmed by the band and the label, less than two weeks away. It is almost here. Three year wait since the last album, one year wait since the first single, and now we're less than two weeks away. You don't even know how excited I am. I love these guys. Every time I tweet at them, they favorite my tweets. So you can see our relationship has really just gone to the next level. It's getting serious. They released another new single with this announcement called Thousand Golden People. And guess what? It's good. It's a great song, great chorus. If I like a song, it's probably because it has a great chorus. I mean, you can just already assume that. Possibly the best song released so far from this album. These guys just... I just can't say enough good things about them. So far, the album kind of has like a summertime feel to it, which means it's coming out just in time. And then the following day after that announcement, The Boys in Trivium returned and dropped their new song called Catastrophist off their new album, What the Dead Men Say, coming out April 24th. I wasn't expecting new Trivium until late summer, maybe early fall. And now we're getting it next month? Okay. I ain't complaining. New song, great as usual. I like everything Trivium does. I like all of their albums. So, one of those bands that just can't really do any wrong in my eyes. The song kind of shows their different uh, stages in their career, I guess. Kind of have some of their older sound, newer sound. Mix that together, and then they said that's pretty much what this whole album is. I believe it's being produced by the dude that produced their last album so it'll probably sound similar to the previous album i'm trying not to get my hopes up again i like everything these guys do so i'm pretty sure i'll like the new album but their last album was a 10 out of 10 so you can't really get higher than that that's why i'm trying to lower my expectations not because i have low expectations i just don't want to get them too high till i get disappointed 
But it's just a good old metal song. Like, I mean, what more do you really want from it? Also, the name of the album's weird. What the Dead Men Say? Not expecting that name. The cover art? Not expecting that either. I don't even know what that is on the cover art. This is like a rotten piece of garlic or something. It's probably really obvious I'm just that dumb. Then this is going to be the second album that drummer Alex Bent is on because Trivium has some issues with drummers in the past. I don't even know. Alex is the fifth drummer? No. Yeah. I think he's the fifth drummer. So far he's made it to two albums and that's good. He's really good. Like he's really, really, really good. I want to say he's underrated, but he's not. Like people that are familiar with the scene know how good he is. But people who aren't familiar or are kind of more casual in the scene might not know how good he is. So he's underrated, but he's not underrated. He's just really good. And he fits the band perfectly. He seems to get along with everyone. They get along with him. So I hope that he is the dude for the future because he's just the man. He's a good dude. All the guys in Trivium are good dudes. Like, seriously. I've gotten their autographs a few times and they're top-notch dudes. Cannot say enough good things about them. Great people, great music. You can't really ask for much more. I do have a picture with them. If I made it the podcast picture, I might have to cut some of the people out because it's too big of a photo to fit in a little circle. It'd probably just be me and Matt, the singer, which he's taller than me. He's over six feet tall. Was he 6'3"? 6'3", 6'4", I don't even know. And uh, I'm not. I'm also like tilting my head a little bit in the picture. I don't know. I guess maybe because his shoulder was like the height of my head. Maybe, you know, I was just looking for a shoulder to lean. I don't, know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe there was a connection there. Maybe there wasn't. You know, maybe I was feeling something he wasn't. Who knows? <laughs> Whatever. Move on. I joke around too much. People take me seriously. You think I'm crazy. You think I'm weird. <sighs> Am I really that weird though? Or is it more of just an act? Just saying weird things to get reactions out of people. I know exactly what I'm doing. Do you like it when I talk a little quieter? (laughs) That's all I got for music. So weekly pick of the week. What is it gonna be? Uh, I'll recommend another song. A song by The Used. I haven't listened to The Used in quite some time. Well, I have some of their songs in my playlist, so when those come on, then I listen to them, but whatever. Anyway, they have a new song called Paradise Lost, a poem by John Milton. How's that for a song title? They have a new album coming out called Heartwork. Yes. April 24th, same day as Trivium. Okie dokie. Actually, the first time I heard this song, I heard it in the background, and I didn't know it was the used, but I heard the chorus, and I was like, oh, that's a nice chorus. Then I saw it was the used, and then I actually like sat down and listened to it. And yeah, I like it. It's got a nice chorus. What do you like? Are you shocked? Are you shocked? Do I need to explain how to become a successful rock band? Because I could tell you every step you need to take to do it. Guess what? The chorus, incredibly important. I will go over those steps in a future episode. I'll put a link in the description for this song, the music video for it. It's kind of trippy. There's a lot of colors and stuff going on. Whatever. Most important part is the song, though. Alright, let's continue on and finish this up with the weird story of the week. An English woman barely squeaked out a victory over a competitor across the pond in Kansas in Tuesday's annual pancake race between their British and American hometowns. 
Katie Godor from Olney in Buckinghamshire ran the 71st International Pancake Day race with a time of 1 minute and 6 seconds. That just beat the time of Whitney Hay, a student at Seward County Community College, who won the Liberal Kansas leg of the race in 1 minute and 9 seconds. Women in the event must run a 415-yard or 380-meter race while carrying a pancake in a frying pan and flipping it at the beginning and at the end of the race. The race began in Olney in the 15th century. Liberal challenged Olney to an international competition in 1950. The event expanded this year in Liberal to a four-day event that includes pancake eating and flipping contests, a parade, and a carnival. Other events include a 5k fun run, races for all ages, and some sort of religious thing. Who cares? Oh, you lost me. You had me with the pancake races. You lost me with the Jesus talk. Goodbye. Waffles are better anyway. But that's an argument for another time. Anyway, I'm going to end it there for this week. So thank you for listening, hanging out. Links in the description for Apple iTunes, Spotify. Stitcher, tune in, you already know. Links to Twitter, Twitch, and Discord. Weekly pick of the week. But I will be back next week, so I will talk to you then. Later. Later.